Welcome to the Art of the Dive. We are right at the end of game week 19. We still have the last match, Newcastle Aston Villa this afternoon, but we have to get a pod in. Jake, how are you, buddy? Um, I'm good. Whoa, not for FPL, but I'm good. I'm good otherwise. Yeah, good. Huh? That's good. I'm so excited. That means we're gonna have a great pod. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. I feel like I feel like you guys forcing me to be happy for the pod's not fair. Like I have to lie about it, and I just it feels weird. Who's you guys? Who are you talking about? I don't know, like the community. They're always like, oh, Jake, he's always like, eh, I'm okay. I don't know. Jake, you've not talked with like anyone ever in the community. No, but they always write in. <laughs> I listen to their write-ins. Like, you know, I make notes and I, keep track. I read your comments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like one of those people. Yeah, you are. You are. I actually, I haven't been involved at all late, like this whole week. I haven't been on the Discord once. I don't know if, if I've hardly been on Twitter. I've scrolled it a few times to see what's going on to kind of keep up, but just yeah. uh, it's been busy and, and it sucks. Like, it sucks to not be in the loop, you know? Yeah. It, it's been a weird week all around, like life, COVID, yeah. FPL. Yeah. Like, I, uh, serious, serious, so serious talk, real talk to start the pod today. Okay. Are you feeling burned out? From like just I don't know like FPL but like just in general, yeah, that would be probably the exact phrase I would use. Yeah. I, I'm trying to be positive because it's like a new year. That's like what I'm trying to like fake it, which is going okay. Yeah, fake it till so. you make it. No, I I agree with that. No, I've I've been uh yeah real talk. I've been just I've just been burned out. I mean like work work's been heavy, which isn't a big deal. I I don't mind working too much. It's it's fine. I like my job, but um it's just been heavy and. And FPL has been great, but, like, it's just felt very, very, like, much like a job. You know, like, we, you have to find a time to pod. You have to find a time to talk to everyone. And, like, it's just it's just tough. I don't know. I mean, is it maybe because I was thinking about it? We didn't have any time off, did we? Between, like, no. the seasons. Yeah, I think that's a huge... I actually felt that way multiple times this past week. I was like, it's it's because there's no break. And I was thinking, like... Not comparing myself to that, but that must be how the players yeah. feel a little bit. Like they gotta have to have a break once in a while. It's absurd. No, <laughs> I, I I agree. And you see some of that those performances like with the teams. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I I think Liverpool has a little bit of that going on right now. Uh, maybe a, not a little, maybe a lot bit of that going on right now because oh, I mean it's just like yeah, it's just like there's no there's been no time to kind of sit back and like and. and and it's not even so much for the players. It's not. I don't think it's the physical side of it. Um, it's much more the mental side of it. It's just letting your brain kind of come back down. And um, you know, you talk about like when you when when players train, um, it's really important to periodize that training, right? So that the, the moments that they're training at very high intensities, they're actually achieving the high intensities they're shooting for. What tends to happen is when a player doesn't take any mental break and they continue to train at like a very high level, that quote high level of training actually isn't isn't maxed out they they can't achieve mm-hmm. it mentally um and so yeah i don't know i mean i mean i know they're profe- they're professional athletes I, I get it they've been doing this their entire lives but um but you have to figure that there's some of that going on i think a lot of people are feeling that way just like in their general lives just kind of maxed out like with everything going on but 
Anyways, that's one of the reasons we pushed the podcast back to this weekend. So for s- folks that were hoping for something like midweek, we you know we apologize. We just just needed a little time. Um, any other comments yeah. on that, Jake, or should we just yeah. move on? No, I like the Saturday morning pod. This is good. I like it. Yeah, it's actually not a bad way to start the weekend. So, um, uh, anyways. There was kind of a, a funny one on Twitter that happened, and I like to just address some of the funny things that happen in the community. So, did you see this whole thing with the uh, oh, well, well, Virgin writes in, he says, What is your instant reaction to the FBL Family Gate scandal? Have you heard about this thing? No, I have no idea. Okay, I figured you had no idea. So, that it'll be good for the people on the pod that maybe aren't on Twitter or like don't, they're not dweebs with FPL, even though they listen to our podcast. So, here's what happened. Um, there's these two characters, uh, FPL, like the FPL family. I don't know. I think it's Lee and Sam or something. I don't really know who they are. Uh, I don't really follow them. But what happened was um, they've, in the last couple of years, I think they have like a YouTube channel. They're like a husband, wife, and um, maybe they they, they kind of compete with one another. And uh, and I think in the last year, they've started being on the, the FPL show. You know, there's an FPL show. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. I do know that. Okay, so that they've started being on the show like as guests from time to time. So the one character, the the husband, uh, the guy like on the show said that he was gonna. I, I think he said he was going to Captain Sala or something like that. Uh, and his wife was like, you know, oh yes, yes, I agree, Sala, yes, because that's how all English women talk in my mind. Um, and then uh, he did like a, he did like an Instagram or YouTube video or something uh, like the, the, like moments before the deadline where he was like, all right, yeah, I, li- I lied down at the docks, Harry Potter, and uh, I'm not actually doing that. It's uh, I'm doing KDB, KDB. I lied to trick my wife, you know, like, so he did this thing where he like, he apparently, you know, told all these people on this official FPL show that Sala was the way to go and then literally came out and was like. I lied on purpose to trick my wife so I could beat her. Mm-hmm. Um, people got a few people got upset. Like one or two Twitter accounts kind of like went in on him. And rather than just saying like, "Hey, it was all on fun and games, my bad," you know, because like people do, he's they're they're a big account, right? A lot of people follow them and like actually listen to them. Probably, you know, I don't know mm-hmm. why you listen to them, but um, but uh, yeah, so. So, rather than just saying like, hey, my bad, it was all in fun, it was kind of a joke, he like went on this rant about if that upset, like there's a global pandemic going on, if that upsets you, you need to like figure your priorities out. Uh, the line that it's, you'll see it on Twitter if you go on, I think it's so bore off and see you never is the way he signed off on the tweet <laughs> or something like that. Anyways... Perfect. It was just like a real douchey response to like p- some people being upset about it, right? Could have just been like, yeah, sorry, whatever. So, uh, instant reaction. Well, you kind of got my reaction there. It's first off, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, like first off, it's it's funny. It's funny on a number of levels. Number one, it is funny that he was such a douchebag about it. Right? Like, it's funny that he didn't just say, you know, my bad. Right? That's hilarious. It's also funny that he lied on, like, a huge public platform in the FPL show to his wife. That is hilarious. Okay? And I know that's kind of their thing. Like, they're competing. So, whatever. But that's funny. And then it's also really funny how upset people got about it. Like, how mad they were about, you know, the way he, he kind of played the game. Um 
You and I, Jake, have been very, very straightforward since day one that the only reason we made this podcast was to fuck everybody else over. So we've been, you know, that disclaimer is out there, right? That disclaimer is, yeah. that disclaimer exists. That, that's what happened. It was just, um, it was just kind of funny. What, I mean, you, you'll have to look at it, Jake. It's a, it's a good laugh. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to, I will watch that today. I mean, it'd be like, I don't know. It'd be like if you said on the pod, like, I'm captaining, I don't know. Theo Wolcott this weekend, which is already hilarious. And then I was like, oh man, I'm going to copy Jake. <laughs> <laughs> and then you were like, eh, kidding, just kidding. I'm actually Captain KDB. You're an idiot. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I, I guess the fact that like she actually believed him in the first place is her mistake. Like, it's just her mistake. Like, why would she trust her husband? Seems silly. Honestly, anyone that trusts their, yeah. their significant other is a fool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to quote that and send it to your wife. <laughs> um, chap, chap Cool wrote in, uh, to Marco, have you ever tried to pretend that you would be captaining a certain player in the pod so as to mislead Jake, like I was just saying? Maybe by highlighting that player's stats and heat maps and captain someone else instead. And then to Jake, do you really care who Marco captains? Do you believe you have a better FPL brain than him anyways? I think you should answer that. Yeah, I like to think so. Um, the past couple years, like five, haven't really worked out that way. But hey, sometimes <laughs> the past since the beginning I've played the game haven't really worked out like that. Yeah, I don't think I like really follow who you captain though. Like that's the nice thing. We do at least kind of go our own way. Like we we do our teams become a little bit similar, similar, which is that's kind of the way the game goes. But well, because yeah. we're both. We're both uh, discussing and reading a lot of the same information. That's why. Yeah. 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 I mean, we have access to the same stuff. So, anyways, it was kind of a funny thing and a, a lot of people are, were wound up on it on Twitter and there's been some great memes. Uh, yeah. It's worth checking out if, if you haven't yet. I know I just spent 10 minutes on an absurd event that really isn't that FPL specific, but um, John writes in, could you guys get Gaz on the pod? He seems to know a bit about FPL. It would be a refreshing change. Gaz is the, the gentleman that runs uh, our, our Discord <clears throat> and um, we've actually never met in, in person, uh, Gaz, and uh, uh, or really via via like Zoom or anything, which is crazy. We should probably do that. Um, he also runs the Slack team. Uh, sorry, Discord team now. Um, but uh, he's been asked to be on the pod twice and he's not really into it. He says um, he doesn't really like Jake and uh, he thinks Jake mm. smells bad, that he could even smell him through the microphones and things um, and doesn't want to be involved in him. Yeah, I didn't shower this morning. Yeah, I just said involved in him. So that's a thing too, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, two point six sounds. Given that we're in the middle of a global pandemic, uh, what are the new commandments for playing FPL? And he said, uh, he posted this on Discord that Gaz found his, uh, this article. Uh, so I feel if you're playing FPL in Uganda, get the transfers in early. Ugandan fantasy player lost points because the president decided to shut down the internet. Classic Uganda. Uh, what are, what are the, the new commandments for playing FPL? I mean, like how, how do you feel like the game has changed this year, Jake, because of coronavirus? Just not, not, not yeah. football, but like, you yeah. know, FPL specifically. Uh, I guess we talked about more depth. I think that is kind of fair. You need at least probably two players as opposed to like one or zero, <laughs> um, for a bench. Yeah. Um, I think spreading your team out a little bit more, which has kind of been the way this year's gone anyways. Like, no team has been dominant the whole year. 
Um, maybe that's partially just this year, partially due to the pandemic. Hard to say. Those would be my two. <laughs> yeah, that's those are good ones. I mean, I think um, in years past, I've actually advocated for the smallest amount of money on your bench that you can possibly have to to basically beef up your uh, your starting eleven. Um, and actually, uh, the year that I, the one of the years that I was, I was pretty good. Like I think I ranked ranked like around a thousand that year. I only had uh one playing sub almost the entire year, uh, and I just made sure to pick starting eleven players that I knew uh, were guaranteed starts. So like you wouldn't be picking Phil Foden, you know, like that that even though he's got some upside, like you're not picking him. And it was actually it was very effective this year. Obviously, that's not <clears throat> it's just not a strategy because. Uh, the the volume of games um, leading to injuries and then of course uh, the coronavirus uh, striking from time to time. Um, so, anyways, that's uh, that's one. And then I I think that's another interesting point is like maybe spreading your funds around a little bit more. So, like I'm looking at my team now even and and I actually have pretty like evenly distributed funds um, like within the different lines of the team. Um, but that said, I don't know if that's like specific to the the pandemic or if it's just kind of this year. This year, it's been interesting. I mean, I think maybe it could be a result of maybe no fans and and maybe again volume of of matches. And but there seems to be some. I don't know. Maybe this is wrong. Doesn't it feel like there's more parity like within the league this year? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, if you look. The defense is like way different than usual. I mean, usually by about halfway through the year, it starts to kind of spread out a little bit more. But I mean, there is there's like what, like probably like 15 players within, you know, 20 points of each other up top. And like Robbo doesn't even make sense because of his price. He's like not he's not separating. Um, I mean, part of that's the way Liverpool's been playing recently, but you know, usually those top, at least a couple of the top defenders are like must-haves by the end of right. the year. You know, like Trent and Robbo or, you know, who's it been in your – maybe like – maybe not quite as Piliqueta, but like I can't think the years past. Um, you know, like Alonzo <clears throat> at six was kind of like a must-have. This is, just hasn't happened this year. Like you, you literally could have made the perfect defense from like, you know, Dallas, Justin – um, Zuma, who, who, you know, like usually is detrimental to your team. <laughs> and then like Bed, Bednarik or Walker Peters, yeah. like mm-hmm. that would have been a perfect defense to just hold and rotate this whole year. And that's not usually the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different, it's certainly a different season. There's, there's no, no doubt about that. Um, <clears throat> Emma wrote in on discord. She said, this just was nice. So I'm including it. She said, no question for me this week, but I am a at jake fan he is so tolerant and forgiving what a friend for marco other than the lateness wow that would make me so mad so i conclude jake and marco are perfect for each other a huge thank you both for doing the pods you bring cheer to every fpl week oh shut up jake Aww. That makes me feel so warm inside. Also, I haven't been late for the new year. That was one of my other um, resolutions. So, so far, so good. What a dumb fucking re- resolution to write. Well. Like, you couldn't think of something yeah. better than like, like, why you know, help the homeless, right? Help an orphanage. You know, maybe I want to do that more. Nope. Got to make sure I'm on time for my FPL pod. 
Yeah, I mean, there's other ones. I don't. I wasn't gonna go through all of them. I will never I mean, be maybe... thankful for you trying to accommodate me, Jacob. Never. Okay. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Damn straight, bitch. Okay, let's get started uh, with our teams. Now that we've gone through everything else, uh, we still have one game to go, and actually, quite a few managers have uh, players going in this game. But we will do like leaderboards and stuff, just because we didn't do them on the last pod and. Um, so let's just let's get into it. How did uh, how did your game week go, Jake? You played your bench boost. Yeah, that's maybe one thing that that'll save me. Question mark. Um, oh, it's a tough week. I mean, I've green arrowed a little bit, not as much as I was expecting, but I, I don't know. It's just been a tough week. I like liked my team. I just uh, I guess I'll just go go into my team. I don't I don't even know what to say anymore for this year. So I had some good bright spots. Uh, Kufal and jo- I'll just go over my team like the whole team rather than saying who's on my bench or not. Um, but Justin and Kufal, you know those those players worked out. And then you got like guys like Rabo who at least got one clean. But like I just expected Rabo to double clean or like get a return. Um, I had to keep some Mado. He's, he's gone. I, I have one transfer this week and I think I may even just spend it on a, a player that's playing like Samato cause he's just, wolves are so bad and they piss me off. Um, Meslier being out did not help. I have Martinez, so we'll see. I was really hoping he was going to keep that clean against Man City. That would have been huge. Um, Antonio was my, my, other transfer in that was like a huge one for me and you know i actually had talked in the group about he's a really viable captain minus the fact that he always gets injured um and it's hilarious because he one goal each game three bonus each game 18 he was my best player i I think i need to just start going with the like not the number one or two captain choice but the number three um it just works out better um fernandez did all right got an assist um in two games kind of kind of not what i was expecting but still involved um sala was my crappy captain and then i have a lot of twos with bamford wilson and and uh jack but at least jack and wilson play today i i don't know i i don't know what to i'm hoping villa just stomp the shit out of newcastle i guess and jack scores a hat trick i don't know what else to hope for so are you done yeah i think i'm done yeah it's, i mean it's a lot of players so yeah what's but yeah 88 um average is 64 so i don't know what the top average is i'm sure i'm more close to that so oh you mean like top 1k or top, top 100k 10K, or whatever yeah. like that yeah 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 i'm sure i don't right where i don't the averages because i move i I'm scratching 1 million. So, like, that's nice. I mean, it's been a really rough year, but I green arrowed. So, yeah. there's that. And, and I have players to play. So, maybe I'll be in the top mill after this week. Yeah, top top 100K right now is, like, around 88. Um, and yeah, top 1K is around... literally yeah. what I'm at, 88. Yeah, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't play any chips this week. So that was like kind of, I was just hoping to survive, you know, like, cause there were a lot of triple captain chips some free hits, um, even some wild cards and bench boosts. So I just needed to survive. And I feel like I have thus far, like 83 points, um, not ideal. I still have Grealish to go. I was hoping to get a little bit more, but obviously, you know, Antonio was big. 
Um, you know, Captain KDB, Cancelo not starting the first match. We knew there was a chance of that. It really was like just kind of a game week of like, did you have stones or did you not have stones? You know, and um, <clears throat> I don't. Uh, so that sucked. Um, and of course, you know, Salah, the Salah and Liverpool performances are really are really starting to hurt, you know, five game weeks in a row for Salah with no returns. Uh, still the fourth highest scoring player in the game, which is incredible to kind of imagine, right? That he's five games in a row now uh, with nothing and he's he's fourth highest. Um, uh, and then, you know, of course, Rabo and, and that's just hurting. So it is what it is. I'm not uh, too upset about it. I didn't get burned you know, like but you did. A, with, yeah, with, that's a huge thing at this point in the year. The fact that Salah blanks in both those games. Yeah. Like, because, yeah. like, I chipped, right? And I'm right where you are at. And the reason being is you captain KDB and I captain Salah. Mm-hmm. Like, if Salah would have just gotten <laughs> one goal and maybe, like, a bonus point, how big of a difference that would be for me. Like, I, I it's just... It would be a 12-point difference. Well, yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> it's frustrating. I mean... It's tough, and it's like, what do you do? He's so expensive. KDB's injured. I'm sure there's going to be lots of questions on it, but it's just, I don't know. I I honestly haven't watched the Liverpool games, so I, you know, I'm interested to kind of research it a little bit the next 24, 48 hours. But hmm. they're they're just bad. They're bad. Their last like four or five games. It's not like they're playing great competition. Yeah, there's some they're questions coming good. about it, and we'll we'll talk about it. I've I've been thinking about it a little bit. So, uh, the Slack team is actually on execute order sixty six points right now, three point three million OR, uh, or excuse me, game week, and an OR of three hundred eighty thousand. So doing doing okay, but kind of a rough game week here. And then the Vardy and KDB injuries. Um, on the team are are hurting the squad big time. So, the, the I mean, yeah, that's the big news, right? And and I guess we'll talk about that uh, in the second half. But you know, another thing to just keep in mind is now with KDB being hurt for two to three weeks, it sounds like, which is probably going to be almost four game weeks. Uh, Sal is probably staying in most teams, right? Like had had KDB <laughs> yeah. not been hurt, people would have started shipping Salah, and you would have had. A very interesting crossroads, I think, as a manager, where you're like, okay, either I'm holding him and I'm hoping this gets better or I'm moving him. Uh, because what a lot of people will do with Salah is they'll move him down to, I don't know, let's just say Sun or um, or uh, Gundogan or something. You know, they'll just move him down to like a lower player, Pogba, Rashford, guys that have been a little bit better over the last, a lot bit better over the last couple game weeks. But then they're going to spend those funds and it's going to be hard to get back to him. So I just think, you know, it's kind of, that would have been an interesting crossroads, but now we're not faced with that. Most people are going to have to deal with KDB, deal with Vardy, um, and they're not going to be moving Salah. So he'll, I would guess his ownership will will still, he's at 38%. It might drop a few percentage points, maybe down to, you know, 35 or, or 34, but I don't think much lower than that. So uh, anyways, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more. Should we, uh, let's, let's do leagues. Let's do leagues, Jake. Um, sure. So do you want to do dive or PSL Super League? Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay. I'm going to do League Dive top 10. Here it comes. Uh, in 10th, John Duffy, the Blackjacks. In 9th, Jane Niemanen, uh, uh In 7th, uh, Jeremy Latsky, Chinoa FC. Uh, Darmid Gallagher in 7th, uh, Bielsa Dub. Um, FC Dre in 6th. Smile, you son of a Klitsch in 5th. Tornado Toffees in fourth and top three. Uh, time to wake up. 
Rafal in third, uh, Buck Sharp, like a Virgil in second, and uh, Sean McColl, Lucas uh, Levius Quavers uh, with a game week score of 150 points. Jesus. Uh, must have played something. Yeah, Bench Boost played. Overall rank of 722. Uh, and just really, the Bench Boost just destroyed. Um, only has Wilson to go here. And Captain Sala, Jake. Captain Sala. Oh, wow. That's impressive. Uh, <laughs> looks like, let's see. Uh, 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 took He's got to have stones and Diaz, Yeah, right? took a minus not- four. Triple... City Defense, Cancelo, Stones, and Diaz, Cresswell, Lookman, Sala, Rashford, Fernandez, Antonio, Wilson, and then on the bench, uh, oh, Fabianski in goal, and then on the bench, Pope, Bramford, Bamford, Saka, and Juan Bissaka. Nice, nice. Yeah. My wife's home. Yeah, I, so. Oh, yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> okay, uh, PSL Super League. Are you going to do know, it? My- is your wife, yeah, is she like swearing? It, is she mad or something? Yeah, she's mad. Our cat keeps running outside and <laughs> he's going to get hit by a car soon. Oh, that's um, not so funny, but. No, it's not. Your wife swearing uh, is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so, number five, new team, Mo Newman. Um, number four, Lunatics North End, Patrick Coyle. He had the high in that league, 136. Mm, it's a game week, man. Well done. Um, number three, Havertz got a clue. Matthew Hall creeping back up into the, the top. Um, number two, Matt Frisky, uh, the KOT kid. Um, number one, Sporting Sideburns, Gaz FPL. A lot of familiar names now in the top. Well done. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and I, I haven't had any write-ins from people that they're still in the cup. So, that sucks. It doesn't sound like anyone's really still alive. And I'm going to be out. Um, uh, almost certainly I'm down like about 15 points and it's Martinez versus Grealish. Um, I just, he had stones and Diaz, right? So that's, I, when I looked at the team at the start of the game week, I was like, yeah, I'm going to beat this person. There's almost no chance I lose. He started Abraham, Tammy Abraham. I was like, okay. You know, like he started Foden. I was like, okay, I I think I'm going to be all right. Uh, I think I had like four or five more games than he did. Uh, and Absurd. I'm going to lose now. Um, but Stones and Diaz, you know, and, and that's just it, right? You, either you have the the guys that hit on the game week or you don't. And that's just kind of how it goes. So, uh, unless Grealish, well, uh, Grealish gets yeah. like a hat trick and uh, Martinez has eight goals scored on him, then I could win. It's tough. I mean, like I had Justin and Kufal. They both double double kept cleans or no i guess kufal didn't but he got an assist Mm -hmm. and it's like stones and diaz still blew them out of the water right like it it's 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 dumb it's dumb i'm over fpl i'm over it you having a little like where's that man city like last minute goal that they always give up not this week i mean stones literally has 71 points on the season and he got 27 in the last two games that's absurd yeah he uh he this this was an interesting stat he actually achieved more xg in that one match than he had over four and a half seasons yeah can you can you imagine that four and a half seasons in the prem and in one match he had like the xg was like 0.79 or 0.78 or something between the two the two uh, shots, or I think he had three shots actually in the game. Um, and, and that's more than he's had over four and a half seasons. And he got two goals. So kind of hard to imagine. 
So she goes. Um, let's just roll right into the second half. Deal? Yep. Okay. Um, shout out to our Patreons. Uh, thanks to all the, the people that are, are supporting. Uh, we have, we've had a couple of new people in the last month or so kind of join and, and get in on the Discord. And it's fun. It's a good group. So, so get in. Um, let us know if you want to be involved. You can email us at theartofthedive at gmail.com. DM me on Twitter um, or Patreon, uh, The Art of the Dive. Um, and, and get involved and we'd love to have you and, and be in the leagues and, um, you know, fun way to just like build some community and, and give away your hard earned money. Um, game week questions. So there's quite a few things to kind of talk about, Jake. Uh, mostly questions kind of in retrospect, but a few things about the future here. So uh, FPL Virgin writes in our Stones owners, FPL geniuses, or are they annoying Muppets who simply couldn't afford, uh, afford Diaz or Cancelo? Um, who has far superior stats. So that is true. Um, you know, Diaz is certainly is certainly more knocked locked down, it seems. Um, but but Stones isn't isn't like less locked down, is he? I yeah. mean, who else is going no. to, who else really at this point is going to is going to play over him? I mean, even like pre goals, right? Yeah, no. He's he's nailed. I I mean I still would lean toward the annoying Muppets. But just because it's, I think it's still a large amount of luck that a center back gets two goals. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I consider it even taking a hit for him and um, should have done it. But yeah, yeah, that's the way it goes. I think, uh, you know, La- Laporte uh, kind of was out of good graces and then was was hurt and then, you know, kind of back in and then out. He's been in and out a lot. Um, you know, he, he's, to be, he's to be healthy probably in the next game week or two. Um, and, and mm-hmm. I think there's a, a good chance that Laporte at some point works in for Stones or Diaz. I mean, that's kind of a, that's kind of a pep thing, you know, like he likes to yep. rotate everybody. So it's just how it goes. Um, now, obviously, Cancelo statistically is much, 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 much stronger. Um, and the way that the, the reason, one of the reasons for that, if you haven't been watching the matches, is that he starts kind of he's been playing mostly in the right back spot he i think in the last game he played some in the left back spot as well um but he starts in that right back spot and then um has been given given the authority to just go to just go right like and most of the time he's not playing why most of the time he's playing like in the channel between the winger and the striker or even drifting like inverted into the middle of the pitch it's a very pep thing so um that that's given him, you know, great forward play. His heat maps show him really far up the pitch. Um, he's he he hit the post in the last match. Um, you know, so I, I think um, you know I think he's a player that like if you can get to him, I would still go to him over Stones, wouldn't you, Jake? Yeah, I I, I think so. Um, definitely a little bit more rotation, but I think he makes more sense for the entirety of the year. Yeah. He's a, he's a player, I think. I mean, just my two cents. I think he's a real, real player. Um, but anyways, um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. Just call them Muppets if you want to call them Muppets, I guess. Uh, two point, uh, wrote in, uh, Paul Pogba and Ilkay Gundagi. Uh, are we covering the wrong midfield assets and wasting seven mil because we think we should have in quotations premiums? Um, so quite a few questions about this. Kendo writes in is Gun- is Gunduan uh, a must own now that Kevin out is out. Wilson wrote in last pod. I asked if Gunduan was a good option and you said no. Thankfully, I didn't listen. Uh, who do you think is not a good option this week? So I know who to get. Um, 
So the reason that I I didn't really think Gundogan was a great option was because I had KDB and I think KDB is a far superior option to Gundogan and I uh, I'm pretty sure the stats like support that as well. Um, but KDB is out now. So what's the move? I mean, is it is is that just the move, Jake? Do you think you move KDB uh, over to to Gundogan, or do you look to Foden? Um, if we look at like over the last four game weeks or so, okay, KDB has an expected goal involvement of one point one, Foden has an expected goal involvement of one point three, and Gundogan has an expected goal involvement of point six nine. But Gundogan has played a lot more minutes uh, than Foden. Um, and actually KDB. Um, so it seems like he's pretty locked down in that position. He's on pens. Um, is that the move? Or do we look at like what um, like what Two Point Sex Sounds is saying, um, like a Paul Pogba or even, um, you know, even like Kenny writes in, like what about Barnes? You know, like what are your, yeah. what are your thoughts? Well, I think now we're, we're going back into like the mid of – the mid of the midfielders, the mid of the midfielders, um, and so to, the mid of the midfielders, and so to me, it always depends as to price prices and fixtures. Um, over the next three games, it's pretty even between Leicester and um, Man City. So Leicester have Everton, Leeds, Fulham. So I I kind of like the the Maddo or Barnes shout. Um, they're pretty equal. They're pretty equal in price. Um, they've both been, you know, Maddo scored three goals in three games. Um, Barnes has had one goal and one assist. But then when he played Crystal Palace uh, four weeks ago, he had a goal as well. So he, they're, they've both been good. I would have to dive in more between the two. Um, but I would lean Maddo just because of his assist possibilities. And then, yeah, I mean, I think I don't... I guess Goondoggin makes sense. I'm a little bit nervous with KDB out that that could, you know, it could shift a lot. Like they might not be as good or he may have to play a different role. You never know with Pep. That's that's the hard thing. Um, So like to me, Foden actually might make a little bit more sense. But they have West Brom, Sheffield, Burnley. So they have three games as well. Um, I kind of have the perfect price to go Suchek to Goondoggin, so like that would be my move. Um, I I have point three on the bench. Suchek is five point two. Goondoggin's five point five. So that's just like my thoughts. Well, but but Thomas writes in then who are the best three city assets now that Kevin is out? So you're not going to have you're, you're going to hold KDB I, or you're going to move him? Well, I I don't have I I have not had a Man City asset for all this, and that's why I'm I'm uh, struggling. Even though my players have been doing very good, Man City's have been doing the best out of any team. Interesting. So I can get in. I, I'm debating. I mean, the only defender I can get in is Stones, unfortunately, which is makes me nervous. Why? Didn't you just um, say you think he's nailed? <clears throat> He is for a while. Yeah, I hate to do multiple transfers. I'm looking at Shaw as well. Um, you know, so so Man United have a better run of fixtures, so longer, longer, I would say. So they have Sheffield, Arsenal, Southampton, Everton, West Brom, Newcastle. So I would say one, two, three, four, five, six relatively better fixtures. Um, where again, Man City have great 
three fixtures, West Brom, Sheffield, Burnley, but then Liverpool, Spurs. Um, but, you know, Liverpool can't score to save their life. So I, I don't know. I, I just, like you said, it makes me nervous about Laporte. So I've debated doing a double transfer or just picking one or the other this game week, going Stones this week, Goondoggin next week. I, I don't know. Yeah, fun little fun fact for you about Leicester. Over the last four game weeks, um, Tielemans, Madison, and Albrighton are the top three expected goal uh, uh, perform. Or excuse me, have the biggest delta in expected goal involvement, which I think is kind wait. Of say the three again. Albrighton. Yeah, Tielemans, Madison, Alb- and Albrighton. So like, yeah, basically they're they're out they're overperforming all three of them significantly. Their expected yeah. goal involvement. That's um, always how Maddo is a little yeah. bit. Um, he's kind of always a trap. But but him and Barnes are very similar. Six both six goals on the year, both two assists. He's got less minutes. I just if you're gonna pick between them, like Maddo would be the way to go because he takes corner kicks and takes a little bit more free kicks in my opinion. But yeah, I, I mean I don't I don't like those players for my team. I, I was just kind of addressing the yeah. question. I like I like Barnes better than Maddo. Really? Yeah. I do. Really? Even with like the underlying stats pointing to Matto? I mean, which underlying stats are we referring to? I don't like that. His XA is far superior. I guess like XG is better for Barnes. Yeah. Um, Barnes. Barnes just like can't finish and Matto can. That's like the difference, uh, I guess. So that's, that's, uh, so, so Madison's over the last four game weeks expected goal involvement is 0.79. Okay. Guess what Harvey mm-hmm. Barnes is? Probably like two. Yeah, it's two point three six. Yeah. So who has more goals the past two three game weeks? Matto. How many does Matto? How many does Matto have? Matto has three goals. And Barnes has two. Yeah, Matto's better. I mean, how many assists does Madison have over the last four game weeks? I don't know. Zero. How many does Barnes have? One. So like we could play that game all day. Yeah. Just saying, like that's fine. I guess yeah. the thing that's promising about Maddo is he is playing further forward in the last couple game weeks. Um, he's connected yeah. a lot higher with uh, with Vardy, almost playing sometimes as a second striker. That's the goal that you saw uh, this last game week or this last last game. Um, Barnes, though, I just to me like he's just you know he's a more aggressive player, right? He creates shots for yeah. himself and. Um, Maddo, I just there's parts of the game right where Maddo's going to be asked to sit deep and play deep. So that's true. Yeah, he's more of like a poor man's KDB. We say that all the time. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a he's really a num- he's an eight, right? He's a number yeah. eight. So, um, okay. Let's see here. Uh, Harbor Boy writes in on Discord. Can we handle the stress of having lots of money left over if we if we do go for cheaper <laughs> alternatives to KDB and Salah? So kind of just in contrast to two point sex sounds question this idea of like should we be looking at other guys that are a little bit lower and i guess pogba was on that list too who we didn't we didn't really address um yeah that's true yeah so um you know well i don't know my answer to harbor boy's question is like i'm i'm not going to have money left over it's going to get moved to somebody else you know, like I'm not just yeah. gonna walk around with five or six in the bank. So should we should we talk to who we're moving to? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Is it, is it Kane? Is yeah. that the only answer? It's Kane. Yeah, yeah. it's Kane. Uh, I, okay. I, I, uh, so here's what's kind of funny. Like when I first started playing FPL years ago, I had Kane in my team all the time, every single game week. And then the last two years, I haven't had him. 
like I, I think I had him last year for like a couple game weeks. Um, and then again, you know, I didn't, I didn't, haven't had him this entire season and he's on 12 goals and 11 assists. And, uh, the reason that I haven't had him was because like the heat maps were kind of freaking me out. So if you look at where Kane's played, especially last year, it was deep. He was in behind like central midfield players, holding midfield players for long portions of the game. Um, this year they have rectified that a bit. So he's definitely playing further forward. Uh, he, I mean, it, it has, what hasn't changed is that he, the ball still goes through him a lot. He's on pens. He's on a lot of free kick stuff, but they are just leaving him further up the pitch now, which I think is solving a lot of those problems. So for me, yeah, I just think, you know, Kane's kind of an easy one to, to move to, especially uh, Spurs have some doubles coming up. Um, and so I'm going to want Kane for those things for captain options and potentially triple captain options. He's one of the few players that um, I would trust to like triple captain in a game week just because he plays 90 minutes um, every single game. Week. Yeah, that's a good that's a good thought. If you still have your triple captain, yeah. I I have a weird because like, I don't have the money to get to him because uh, um, I have son Fernandez and Sala. And, and so. It's like, where do I go? I don't know. It's like, do I drop Robbo and like work on it to get to him? I, I don't know. Yeah. My thought is with the way the doubles are set up. So City have three doubles coming up. Spurs still have two games that need to be rescheduled. Liverpool have zero. Um, and for me, yeah, like Robbo could go. For me right now, even if Salah starts scoring a few goals, like he could get turned into KDB once KDB's back. Um, so yeah, and I don't have son either. So I I'd like to get, um, I think Robbo's probably going to go down for me. Son's going to come in. Um, and then Salah's going to be my placeholder for KDB, uh, going forward into some of these, these doubles that are coming up. So that's my thought. Matt writes in, uh, for the pod, why can't Liverpool uh, do scoring anymore? <laughs> Great question. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's pretty astonishing, isn't it? Yeah. It's not for lack of trying. Is it not I mean, for lack of trying? Something. I don't know. What did they have against Burnley? Like 23 shots or something? Yeah. 23 chances. It's absurd. Yeah, <sighs> I don't know. It's always harder to score than it is to play defense. Yeah, they're... um. So, right now, um, they've created, over the last four game weeks, uh, they've created an expected goals of 5.72. Uh, of that 4.8 in open play, which ranks them one, two, three, four, five, seventh in the league right now over the last four game weeks. They've scored zero goals. Pretty crazy. Like that's a yep. that's a pretty serious like deviation from the Delta, if you will. Um, they're actually leading the league, right? The next closest team is West Ham, who've created an expected goals of 6.35 and have scored four. Um, so they're going, the, the, they'll start scoring goals again, right? Like, I'm not saying that they're playing, they're certainly not playing well. Let's just get that out there for the people that are like, XG stupid. Like, they're not playing well. Um, they're, they're struggling to get performance in, in a lot of the areas that, like, especially last year, I think they performed well in. So, for example, last year, I think they really excelled from creating service via their fullbacks. There you go, Bobby. Happy? said fullbacks. Um, but this year they're really struggling with that. And I think it's two things. I do think like people have been smashing Trent 
And I think he mostly deserves it. First off, we need to get a pregnant woman to him immediately. He, he, like 30 of them, right? He needs to be surrounded by... I'm not saying that anything weird needs to be going on, but they just need to be around him, okay? It'll make him more comfortable. And that's what's not happening this year because yep. they can't bring them into the locker rooms, coronavirus. Yeah, because of COVID. Right? So, clearly that's the issue. But but also, I, I will say just from watching them play compared to last year, and I don't know if this has to do with like all these makeshift center backs or what the deal is, but they're not moving the ball from one side of the pitch as fast as they normally seem to do. One of the things they were, they, they always last year, I was always really impressed with was they'd move the ball via their center backs or their holding midfield player very quickly from one side of the pitch to the other. And it would all often create uh, service opportunities for the, for the outside backs uh, or, or times for them to uh, to kind of drive at the uh, like Robbo more so than Trent, but yeah. drive at the the opponent's outside defender. Um, I, and so yeah. the, it's it's been really really slow. Like when you watch them play, the ball moves very slowly from side to side. Um, and I don't know what what why I'm not I, I can't tell you why, but that's just something I've noticed and that I feel like they're really struggling with. If the pace of play has really diminished. And then the other thing too is they they certainly miss like Virgil's ability to play hashtag uh, Liverpool, long, Liverpool long ball FC. Um, the Liverpool, I think more than other teams in the league have a very, in my opinion, of course, this is just like what you prefer as a style, but they have a very nice balance between short passing and long passing. Okay, when they play through the middle and and the deeper parts of the field, um, and by that what I mean is like there's times when they advance the ball slowly and they try to keep it, and there's times when they get very aggressive and play direct and try to break the back line. And I think Liverpool does a good job of those two things. We haven't seen as much of it lately, so there's a little bit less balance there. Almost everything is advanced via the midfield three, and I've always thought that Liverpool. It was unusual in that they didn't they didn't use their midfield three as much in possession as a lot of other teams. It was either mm-hmm. the attacking players, the attacking front three, or the fullbacks, or the center backs that advanced the ball. So yep. that's just kind of what I'm seeing when I've watched the last few games. I'm not, I mean, I'm not, you know, tactical well, genius I think, or anything. I'm I think saying. it gets back to the start. I think it gets back to the start of the podcast. I think it's a little, like a little bit burnout. And I think that's what the managers are for. You know, the coaches are there to be like, you're moving the ball too slow. I mean, I see it. The games that I do watch are typically have been Arsenal because I can watch like one game a week. But even from half to half, like where they scored, you know, Newcastle, they scored two goals in the second half versus the first half where they looked kind of abysmal and didn't really have, they maybe had a half chance when Obama man hit the post, but it's, it's like you have to have the mentality that you're not just going through the motions on offense. And as a coach, it's like move the ball quickly. And I don't care if it like goes out cause you, you tried too quick or it goes off the end line cause you tried a penetrated long ball. But it's like they're almost just possessing to just possess again. Um, and it's like they it's like you need to be a little bit more aggressive when you go to goals. Yeah. City had a little bit of that at the start of the year, didn't they? Yeah. Like just yeah. keeping and it I think to keep teams it. go through it. Yeah, what, yeah, what you don't just keep it to keep yeah, it. What's just the purpose? lose the ball. Who yeah, cares? what's the pur- yeah, what's the purpose behind yeah. the possession? Yeah, that's important. Um yeah, yeah the purpose mm-hmm. is to score the damn ball. Right? So like the players have to be reminded of that from time to time. So it's Klopp's fault. 
It's Klopp's fault. Blame it on Klopp. Klopp's fault. <laughs> Klopp's yeah, fault. Um, Danny writes in, conspiracy theory. This is a long email that Danny wrote in. Fernandez gets an assist for United's first goal against Fulham. That was a bit of a mess of an assist, wasn't it? Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. I did. I, yeah, yeah, I completely agree yeah. with Danny. Chilwell does not get an assist for Chelsea's goal against Fulham. Uh, check out a replay of these two goals and tell me how is that possible. Personally, I don't think either should be an assist. Both goals are the result of goalkeeping errors. But how in the hell can Fernandez get an assist for his pathetic cross while Chilwell doesn't? At least Chilwell's effort was towards goal. Just more evidence of the conspiracy in favor of United and particular Fernandez. Fucking United, fucking little weasel Fernandez. Oh, by the way, as you might have guessed by now, I'm not a huge Man United fan. Uh, and he also said, yeah, I think he's right. While yeah. I'm here, happy birthday, Jake. As a late present, I'm attaching a link to the Neil Young song, Old Man, because that's what you are now. Then he sends me another email like a day later. Conspiracy <laughs> theory update, he says. <laughs> Just a follow up to my previous message about the Fernandez assist and Chilwell non assist. I wrote to the Muppets at FPL, you know, uh, uh, the crowd that finds the name FML FPL offensive. That's another thing to talk about in a minute here. And mm-hmm. their explanation was this the Fernandez assist was a rebounded shot, while the Chilwell non assist was only a deflected cross. And his response was, seriously, how the hell can they call that a shot by Fernandez? That would make just about any kick in a football match a shot, wouldn't it? I'm telling you guys, we've got a fucking conspiracy theory, a conspiracy on our hands. Anyways, looking forward to the pod after the game week ends. Hope Jake's arthritis pain uh, isn't paining him too much. Um, yeah, that was a mess of, of, there's been a number of weird ones this year. I sometimes think. I know, so was Chilwell's touched by the goalkeeper? I think so. Or no? All right, wait. That doesn't. I don't remember. We That that would interest me because I think they like are a little bit more willing to give the assist if the goalkeeper touches yeah, it yeah, as yeah, opposed yeah. to a defender, right. which to me, it doesn't, I agree with him. It doesn't make any sense. It should, shouldn't matter. And to me, it's like, unless it's a shot, then I don't think you should get it if it's deflected. Yeah, I, but yeah, they just make up the rules. They do. Yeah. yeah, there's no conspiracy there. We've we've said that before in years past. Right. Right. No, I I completely agree. Um, no, I, I just I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what to say about it. Yeah, it was kind of a weird thing. But uh, I will say this. I so I feel bad for the uh, the FML FPL crew. A lot. Some people I know that listen to our pod listen to theirs, um, and vice versa. Um, so recently they have like an FML FPL league on official fpl um and i think that it's huge like it's probably thousands mm-hmm. of people they, their pod's been around for a while and they have a huge community um and somebody recently has been going through and uh flagging like all of in fpl like all the names of everything like league names team names and someone flagged it as offensive and official fpl uh uh deleted didn't delete the league but deleted the name like allowed them to keep the league but won't won't let them yeah keep the name kind of hashtag justice for fml fpl what a joke right like yeah i mean like it, it's the name of their podcast it's existed for seven years or whatever since they've been doing this um they've built a, a wonderful community that's nothing but supportive for fpl right like that's one thing that's crazy to me about um, like official FPL is that with the exception of like Lee, the guy that lies about his captain choice, they, they get, they, they, they don't communicate with, interact with 
hardly any of the content creators that essentially are just producing free content to produce their product, you know, for their product. Right. And so then you're going back yeah. and deleting. So I just, I think it's foolish. I think that you're setting a, a bad precedent for like relationship with people in the community um, to, to just like delete it and not even have a conversation, you know, like at least the minimum reach out, right. And talk to the guys about it. Right. And say like, what's the deal or ask, you know, I don't know. Just my two yeah. cents. I, I think it's not right, but um, I hope they delete your team. Uh, why? Just because it'd be, be a good laugh, you know? <laughs> I hope they delete it too. Yeah. Um, Still haven't figured out how to do that. So Yeah, it's pretty easy. I can show you, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so uh, captains quickly. Um, so Harbor Boy said, should we just always captain a Man City center back in every double game week? Kenny said his son captain material up against Trent. Um, I'm going to just say no and no. I wouldn't be captaining a Man City center back in every double game week, um, but uh, I would. I would actually lean toward yes if you know they're they're nailed. But that's the harder part. Yeah, that's the issue. Um, I mean Diaz, maybe right. But um, yeah, Diaz. How yeah, about Sun against Trent this week? Yes or no? I have better options, yeah. like Fernandez against Sheffield. But I mean, it's not a bad shout. I I, I don't. Sun Sun worries me a little bit more than others because he he tends to kind of just tick along and be like a a, a one returner. But he's had one, two, three. Four, he's had four game weeks with oh five five game weeks with multiple. So this year this year might not be it might not be a bad shout. But I mean Liverpool aren't that bad. At least defensively they've still been pretty st- solid. So yeah, he Sun's been strong like in the expected goal involvement categories and shots yeah. and crosses in the last. He's fifth. Right now, over the last four game weeks, amongst all uh, all midfielders, it's gonna be a yeah. It's gonna be an interesting game because if if one of those teams loses it, they're almost kind of out of winning the title. Yeah, it's getting to that point, isn't it? Now, yeah, where yeah, like, with you, Man you only City get a couple... having games in yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, that's the issue, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Have you made moves yet? Are you thinking about it? No, I'm so I'm debating again between Semedo down to Shaw or Stones, and then Suchek to Goondoggin. But I, I mean, I only have one transfer, so I don't know if I should wait on Goondoggin and do Stones first. I don't know. Mm. I don't know what to tell you. Are you any thoughts? No thoughts. I mean, uh, it sounds like uh, both are probably going to price rise before the next game week I don't well i would have enough if i do stones now i'll have enough to go to goondoggin next week even if they both price rides well yeah because tomato's still 5.3 okay so i would have 0.5 in the bank so even if goondoggin goes up 0.2 to 5.7 i could still go suit check to him so if you if you have the money then my suggestion is you wait till closer to the deadline so that you know you have all the information that you can have and then yeah. you move. Um, I would probably lean towards Stones first against West Brom. Yeah. And then um, Goondoggy the week after. Do you not, if you like do you not like? Do you not like um, Travis Shaw? You know, Luke Shaw. <laughs> Travis Shaw. Okay. Uh, well, let's see. So fixture wise, it's great, right? I mean, not great, but pretty good, right? Over the next pretty good seven yeah. five seven. Um, no, he's good. He's not. Uh, what is he priced at right now? Four point nine or four point eight? Four point eight. Four point eight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that at the price, he's good, uh, and you'd be freeing up some funds as well, wouldn't you? 
Yeah. I mean, he's played... He had a weird 45-minute appearance against Wolves, but he's played the last one, two, three, four, five games otherwise. Yeah, he's second right now in amongst defenders over the last four game weeks in XGI, um, which I, yeah. I like that. I mean, yeah, and the, and the matchups are good. The other nice thing is with that extra money, like that point, point three or point four or whatever, if you go for Shaw uh, instead of Stones, does that help you with anything down the line? Like, does that help you get closer to Kane? Kane? <laughs> Yeah. Well, then I think that that, yeah. so then I think that that's something to consider. And then you just, but the, the thing you're going to deal with is every week now, you're just going to have to cross your fingers that, um, yeah. you know, that Man City, City don't clean because everyone's going to be yeah. doubled now. So that's just, that's the only thing you're going to be risking. Um, United as a team, you know, from like a clean sheet perspective have been okay, but not, you know, the, th- not, you know as not, not as good. Yeah. Right. So that's just, you're going to have to roll with that or hope that you get some, some Travis Shaw returns some Tra- Travis cheeseburger Shaw returns from time to time, you know, but I, I don't think, yeah. I think if it gets you to Kane, if you look at your plan and it gets you to Kane, it's probably worth it at this point. So, yeah, I mean, if I'm going to bring him in, it's, this is the week to do it against Sheffield. Right. That's why I'm thinking you about mean it. Because like, United. if he's going to get a return, Sheffield it's going to be against Sheffield United. Okay, I don't want to get yelled at. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sheffield United. Mm. Sheffield, Hamilton, United of West Chester, Chorley side of the East downtown habit. There you go. You nailed it. <laughs> that's it. That's the name. Um, all right. That's, that's what we have for, um, for main questions here. Um, you know, follow us, uh, Dive FPL. Thanks for the people that have gone on the last couple of weeks. I know I've kind of asked for that. I, I don't mean to like beg for help, but like that's how we move the pod, right? So a lot of folks have gone on there and on Twitter specifically and have, have done that. A lot of people have, have been emailing in over the last, you know, oh, more than usual. You know, we're getting like a, one or two emails a week now. Um, so uh, really, that's a good way to get in touch. The art of the dive at gmail.com. Um, if you don't use like Twitter or anything like that, um, you can download our podcast anywhere, share it out, review it, um, share it with your mates, you know? All right. Uh, Thomas Bracken writes in to finish up the pod, Jake. What did Sean Dyche say to Klopp in the tunnel at halftime? Wrong answers only. Did you see that little, little scuff up between the two of them? I did. Yeah. There are some wonderful memes of it online yeah i gotta look at the memes yeah. those i haven't checked out yet great memes online very good um, um what do you think he said you want to go first I-, I was gonna say um sausages are not breakfast food <laughs> that's not that's not bad or, sl- or sli- maybe sliced sliced meats are not breakfast that's, food. i don't know why yeah, he's saying it, german but... he'd probably be like well, i only eat glass and worms yeah something <laughs> like that yeah Oh, right. yeah. it was what we gotta do. We're gonna, we're gonna defend the whole game. Club, who oh, you gonna blame it on this time? You know, just stuff like that. I think he was just like be, doing his gravelly voice thing. Klopp probably did not know what he was saying. That's what I would guess. You know, yeah. like it, it wasn't even like he was saying mean things. He, Klopp was just like, I don't understand what you're saying. You know, like just screaming back at him. I don't know. That's what I would imagine. Um, that's funny. It was a good little scuff up. All right. That's all we got, Jake. We got to get out of here. I got to go to work. Um, good luck to everybody in the game week. Uh, hope it goes well for you. We definitely, this FA Cup weekend is a big deal. Uh, we didn't talk a lot about like upcoming doubles. Uh, there's a lot of upcoming doubles, but we kind of need the info from this game week to have, uh, or excuse me, from from the FA Cup this weekend to kind of know how things are going to fall. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, hashtag go Arsenal. They did a great job this morning. Uh, That's why they're there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, let's get out of here. I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should die.